0: Because a normal person would have been like, wow, you know what? I cannot put myself in this position again. I got lucky, and I will not do that again, and I'm going to stop from now, and I'm going to go get a regular job. I'm just going to live off the money that I have. That's a normal person. You know what my thought process was? That's right, bro. I'm that good. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, this is Matt Cox, and I'm here with Zach. Yes, sir. And we're going to be answering what do you call it? Viewer questions? Viewer, we're going to be answering viewer questions uh, that peop, that obviously viewers have left for Zach and I. So go ahead. Wait I wait think
1: most of these questions are for you. I don't uh,
0: think so. I, I, some I, of yeah. them say Zach. I know some of them say Zach.
1: Yeah, one or two of them. I mean, well, you know, but you bring, mean, me in, you bring me in to answer two questions. I'm answering the two questions and I'm leaving. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> we're going to do another video.
1: All right. All right. So question number one. It says how does a regular person stay away from being scammed?
0: I mean, who picked that one? Did you pick that one? Yeah, I well, I picked it. What? <laughs> <laughs> how does it What do you mean? If it's too good to be true, it's not true. I mean,
1: it's like no, every- you're you're thinking, okay, so I'm there the question probably is how do they avoid being a victim? Not being sca- well, I don't know. Yeah. How do Maybe you- it is like like scam like hey, if you give me $50, You know, like there was a thing going around where they had this group where you had to get like 13 people to give $50. And if you got 13 people and each of those 13 people got 13 people, then you'd end up getting like two or three. $1,000 at the end of the week once it was just like a pyramid scam going on. Right. Is that what you're saying? Like that sounds too good you know, to be I mean, true. It could
0: be anything like most of the people like the the loan officers and lawyers and stuff that I, where I would walk in and give them my documents and give them this and just go, go through the motions. A lot of them said, man, I felt like something was wrong. Like I like, you know, like remember the, the lawyer that recognized me, we were doing the closing. he had seen my picture, right? His my wanted poster was in the back room. He saw my picture. He came, sat down, started disclosing, and I started to sign, or I, I wasn't signing, he just started disclosing. And he goes, he looked at me and goes, huh. He goes, Can you hold on a second? Sure. Got up, walked back, looked at the poster, but it said like that I was wanted out of like Atlanta, Georgia, or something. And he said, and he said, looked at the application. It said that I had just come here from Florida. And he looked at it and he went, and it said that I'd worked for this company for five years. And he goes, oh, can't be the same guy. Like, for some (laughs) reason, that made sense to him. Even though it said identity theft, you know, wire fraud, bank fraud, like, you know, passport fraud, like all these different things. He's like, yeah, must be. Walked back, disclosed, and I walked out with a check for like $150,000 or something. Nice. So what I'm saying is afterwards, when the Secret Service showed up to talk to him, he said, man, I felt like something was wrong. I just... And a lot of times these guys, when they get scammed and they're being told, hey, send, you know, the IRS called them and said, you owe $1,500 if you don't pay us right now. You right. know, like they make them go to Walmart and get a Walmart card and put money here and, and wire us money here. And, th- and it's like that amazes me that that works, that that works. And then so what's funny is those people were like, I felt like something was wrong. Like your intuition told you something was wrong. There's nothing wrong with 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 checking. Right. Like, what's? why didn't you check? You know, I don't know. He said not to hire, not to hang up the phone. Yes. he
1: And, and they, they're going to stay on the phone with you while you go to Walmart. Right. And you're going to pay their company. It's like, right. basically, if you didn't pay, you get arrested. I don't understand why you felt so much pressure. Like, I'm going right. to do it. Yeah, but if you don't do it, you're going to get arrested. So I'm going to stay on the phone with you. Like, why do you care if I do it or not?
0: Right. Yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> The thing is, is like a lot of times it's intuition. A lot of times if it's too good to be true, right, like it's an investment opportunity, like it I'm sorry, there's just is. very few. Like, first of all, if it's an investment opportunity where, hey, I can make 300 percent on my on my investment. Great. Well, you, you have to understand if you can make 300 percent on your investment, you also have to understand that there's about a 95 percent chances you'll just lose your whole investment. And that's a legitimate investment where if I'm investing in, let's say, a startup, I'm going to give you fifty thousand dollars. Well, only, you know, like one in 10, more like one in 20 startups actually pay off. Right. So you've got like a 90 to 95% chance you're going to lose your entire investment. So, you know, but if I hit, I'll hit big. Great. Well, it's the same thing with this scam sounded too good to be true and you lost your investment. You know, well, it's too good to be true. Right. But okay. so think of Bernie Madoff. So that was see, that's a good scam. Because he didn't pay outrageous returns, he paid slightly more than the, the than the norm, than what the Nasdaq.
1: So they come along later and say that, like, how was he getting more than what everybody else was getting?
0: Right, but it wasn't outrageously more. It was like eight to twelve percent, Right, and the market. But it was, was more. Making, it was more. But people, you know, I don't know. You know, another thing, another big thing is there was a guy named Andrew Levinson who used to tell me that people were more, his big thing was the whole urgency thing. And and one of the things he did was he would break up, a uh, he did business opportunity scams, and he would break up a city into like eight different sections. And he'd say, okay, well, and the guy would say like, yeah, yeah, I do, I'm, I'm interested, I'm not sure, I'd like to be in Tampa. And you go, okay, well, Tampa's eight, we have de- eight different Uh, eight different divisions in Tampa or sections, right? Three of those are already sold. I know that we have one of of them that we just sent out the contract. I don't know if that guy's signed it yet. Um, so let me, okay. So what area first, what area are you interested in? So right now the guy's like, there's eight areas four basically gone. Right. There's four left. Like, well, I want to be in this area, right? Oh, no, no, no that one's gone. That one's gone. Okay. That's one of the ones that went uh, three uh, on Monday. So, okay. So, wait. Well, what about we got this area? This, so, you're already thinking, I'm going to lose out on this opportunity. People are more concerned about losing out on an opportunity than they are at risking their money. So, yeah.
1: With the uh, somebody else is coming to look at the car type of.
0: Right. Yeah. It's like okay,
1: like well, I just like, had, a, I, just had a, I had a guy come in today and look at it yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah you know? like
0: oh okay, gosh, I better get this one cuz they didn't make 30,000 Ford Chevy, you know, Ford F150s last year. <laughs> You know, like, okay, well, well I'll never th- find another one. Yeah,
1: dude, you'll never get a deal like this one is your problem. Yeah. Look, look no, leave leave and you'll you're gonna miss out. Right. So you're saying if, if it sounds too good to be true. It's it's not true. It, it's
0: it's not true. Right. So just take a moment and verify. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with like trust but verify, right? Like, yeah. Ronald Reagan. So. Ronald, that's right. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. That's true. And if some guy's like, Oh, if you leave the lot, if you stop it. Stop. You know it's a scam. Now I know you're full of shit. True. If I leave the scam, there's a good chance you call me up tomorrow and give me a better deal. If I leave if I leave the if I, if leave, I leave the car lot, yeah, it's yeah, a better chance you call me up. Hey, it. I talked to my manager. Okay. Did you? Yeah. He's willing to knock an extra $350 well, off. What about the cup?
1: people that were showing up? Yeah. They never showed up. But yeah. okay. I need you to show back up. Right. Stop. <laughs> Come on, stop. You know? All right. That, easy enough. All right. So this one said, let's talk. They want you to talk more about your crazy tenants and and crazy ex-wife stories.
0: Who picked this? Like I can't do a whole crazy tenant, did you, Colby. I can't do. Did you pick that? Listen, these are these are questions. I tell I you, mean, they weren't cra- mostly about my me. crazy ex-wife. First of all, just saying the word crazy ex-wife on here, I just got a phone call. You understand? She can never see this video now. So I, I usually will get the video and I'll share it and send it to like maybe ten or twenty people that I know, and she's one of them. Right. I can't <laughs> send this video now, uh, and obviously. I'll never remember listen, that this was listen, in the video.
1: Yes, listen. listen trust me when i tell you watches him anyway okay good trust me when i tell you i understand so i know you do (laughs) so you you have to be extremely careful you don't want to upset we don't want to upset the exes (laughs) no no
0: like yeah i feel so bad for her husband that dude's doing some hard time yes he is he's doing some time
1: so no tenant? What about the tenants? You, you No know, tenant story. Is that what you're saying? You're I mean, denying I, the questioner?
0: Well, I mean, I, I think I've told. Like, I've got a... She's got a bunch of them. I ought to have her... She'd never do it, though. Like, she or could just tell give you... Or
1: just tell you the stories and you, re, you relay them. Yeah, I could and do we that. We could dress them up.
0: All right. Well, I'll, yeah. think, I'll think about that. We'll do another video. What's, okay. what's all going on? All
1: right. On? No, all right. Next thing. one. So I know you guys said when you were... When you get imprisoned, you
0: wait okay yeah i know so some of these guys bro it's like you know come
1: on so they're saying that we had money taken away so they said what if we launder the money and make legitimate investments can they can they track that um it, depending on how it's laundered and how legitimate and how long you've had the legitimate investments is whether they can can track it or not uh like the Domino's, the, like they did not seize the the franchise that i had so Right. But then it it wasn't in my name. So I don't know if that was the issue.
0: I don't. It really depends on the U.S. attorney.
1: Yeah. If he really
0: wants to be a jerk, he can try and grab every single thing. Well, see, sometimes complexity like I, I, I was saying they
1: they're looking from the outside in. So when they only see certain things and they don't understand like everything that's going on. So I don't think that he saw that because if he if he would have, I think he would have pursued it. So the fact that because, you know, I got grabbed on something I did in Tampa. Right. I didn't get grabbed on anything I did anywhere else. Right. And the information that they received told them speckles of things that we done. They had no idea the scope of what was going on. On a daily basis, right? You know what I'm saying. So by not knowing that, they're looking through a hole about this big. When like on the other side of that hole, they will be like, if they'd have got through. They'd be like, holy shit, yeah. Jesus, dude.
0: <laughs> We'd be having this conversation right now over the phone. <laughs>
1: yes, we would. <laughs> so it, it just depends on the the scope. And just like you were saying about someone where one percent of what they were doing is is was fraud, and right. they took the hundred percent. So yeah. that that happens. To drug dealers, if they pull up in a new car and do a transaction, or okay. you know, if they talk to you on the phone in the car, right. like if they can associate their vehicle, they want to take it. Right. It's like they want to take everything. Well, they I, mean, in- I
0: mean, I mean, look, the 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 bottom line is like if you have so if you have like a, a job where you make fifty thousand a year and then you make another two hundred thousand fraudulently, let's say, like if they grab you and you say whoa whoa whoa, and they say we're taking the two fifty. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Fifty thousand of that's legitimate, and I can prove that's legitimate because of this and this and this. And I took that money, and and then they say, well, what about you bought these three houses? Yes, but I used that fifty thousand dollars, and I. So you They're can. They're not going to let that happen. Well, it does happen. It does. It happen. Does, But if they, you they, plead they, guilty and and you argue with them, they they will say to a certain extent, like, okay, well, you're right. You can legitimately show where you made this money. So right. we're not going to we're going to let that go. Like, but once again, like you said, it, like I said, it's the U.S. attorney. Ab- listen. Okay, so but the US attorney might just be like, I, I don't care about any of that. I, I agree with you. But the, did okay,
1: forfeiture the forfeiture laws, and especially under President Obama, got to be so generous yeah. that it's it, like it went from and 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 I saw this statistic. I'm trying to remember where I saw it because I'd like to cite the the place. And if I can, I hope you put a link. But the statistics of what they the U.S. attorneys gathered in forfeiture like in 2000, 2010, and 2020 is, like in 2000, it was like maybe like 600 million. And in 2010, it was like 7.8 billion. And in 2020, it was like 43 billion dollars.
0: Yeah, it becomes profitable to to go after. So
1: somehow, there's kickbacks somewhere. There's no reason for them to seize so many assets, do you know now? Even if you're under investigation or accused, they can seize an asset, and you really they don't have to give it back. It's um un- it's unbelievable. Listen, the the forfeiture laws now they want everything. If they can, if you do something in your house, if I call you from my house phone, they're like well, we want your house. You made you made the criminal call to Matt. Well, I It'll understand it's that
0: liberal, but it doesn't necessarily mean that they're doing, going to do that every time. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm saying, in in general, um, if you can prove, I made this is legitimate money, I bought this asset with that money, you can see the money went in the bank, you can see that, like, there's certain things they'll say, okay, well, the, well, we can't grab that, it's legitimate. Like, you legitimately made the money to grab it. They, they act like it's un... Well, I'm not saying they uh, don't. I'm okay. saying that most of the U.S. attorneys are 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 not going to go out of their way. Like you can argue in front, you can go in front of the judge and argue your honor this and then if the judge well, is going to be like, "Okay, well I do look, he did make that legitimate. What are you doing?" Like what I'm saying is most time when you plead guilty, you're so desperate to get a decent sentence, you're ready to sign over everything. Yes. Because you're thinking it will help you with your sentence. But the truth is, it doesn't really help you. Like most of the time, if you sit there and say, I'm not giving you this, I'm not giving that, I'm not this, I'll plead guilty, but I'm not doing this. I'm, not, You know, a lot of times you can argue and because giving them all that stuff typically doesn't help you anyway. Right. So the, the other thing I want, want to say is, look, if you take fraudulent money and buy and turn it into a legitimate business, they can go after that business. Right. Correct. Okay. But a lot of times... They, won't, they may not necessarily go after it because it requires a lot on there. If they're not getting help and getting you to sign it over, typically they may not go after it. They may or may not. Okay, you're going to say we have difference of, of opinion. Yes, we
1: do because you're citing the letter of the law and they—
0: <laughs> I understand, but a lot of times they'll skate the, the letter or the skirt? Skate. I don't know, whatever. They'll get around the letter of the law just by saying, do this— you're going to plead guilty, but to plead guilty, you have to do this. So you oh, okay. The truth is, the law says they can't do that, but you just agreed to do it. Because yeah. you wanted to get, you wanted to plead guilty and get a decent, you thought you were going to get a decent sentence, and you thought it was going to help you. So we have a difference of opinion on yes, that. Yes, we do. Yes, so we I do. think, regardless, they can take your business if it's you use fraudulent proceeds to do it with. They can take it. and They can. I say, will they? I, you say yeah, they will every they time. Will, they will. I think they, that... They
1: will say it's... um I, I want to think of the term that they use when they think it's so inter intricate intricate. I'm going to I'm going to get intric, it.
0: What, interwoven.
1: Yeah, inter it's something in oh, interwoven that they can't separate out the legal funds from the illegal funds. And they're going to take it. Or if you had any activity in whatever vehicle or whatever, they 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 their their goal is take 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 take. Right. You know, that that's the first thing we can seize whatever property you have. Okay. You know.
0: All right, so anyway, I, don't think I, got I spared, don't think... I got spared that, like, unbelievably. Well, I don't think we answered that question at all. Let's all right, good going. for us. All
1: right. Given all the time and effort, cleverness, you guys dedicated to make fraud an, an art form, in retrospect, what could you have applied all those skills to do legally?
0: Come on, What? what why, why? Why Why? do people do this? Are you <laughs> trying are to make viewers. me feel bad? These are our viewers. First of all, I actually am... Doing something, le- I, what I, I, you know, what I should have been doing, I should have been painting and writing the whole time, but I really didn't really work on my writing skills till I went to prison. So really, I had the time to to well, hone you that. You craft. weren't
1: passionate about I what? What passionate. were you out passionate about over like? Oh my god, dude, that's brilliant! you like prior to prison, yeah. Like, what would you have found brilliant prior to prison to write about? A love story?
0: I mean, I don't. I I, I liked. I liked crime movies and stuff before I went to prison. You know, I did. So I even wrote a book called. I don't a- think
1: Logan's run is crime. But I ahead. wrote
0: the associate. I wrote a story called The Associates when I was before prison.
1: Show to John Grisham. But go ahead.
0: <laughs> I wrote it before him. Oh, OK. And it's a Sorry. different story. <laughs> All right. So, Sorry. I mean, I would say, uh, um, I don't know, I would say fucking I would say art or or, or an art story. No, or, I mean, or just writing the same thing I'm doing now. Only the difference is then I, have wanted, I was trying to make money and making money was more important than following what I was passionate about. And now I, I write, wrote when I was in prison and I, I, I you know, and I, and I paint. For example, I painted all of these paintings and they're all for sale. That's what we got to do. We got to do a little commercial. We'll have to do a commercial and just embed it. You know, that way I don't have to do that. Like you just, it'll just show up and it'll be different. So, Oof. yeah. So anyway, there'll be a link. There'll be a link in the description where you can contact me uh, if you want to, if you want to buy a painting They're they're going for like 285 and I ship them to you. That's wow. a deal. Is, is the shipping included? Shipping is included if you're in the continental United States. And if you're
1: not in the continental?
0: Well, then you have to pay extra. Oh, okay. I mean, I, like if you're in, if you're in Australia and it's going to cost $110 to ship it to you, I'm not paying that. Okay. Fair enough. <sighs> all right Ho- hopefully the, they won't get that in the um yeah i mean <laughs> th- th- what could we have legally done like i don't know i could have probably stuck with real estate and just kept if i if i'd been patient if i'd just been patient and stuck with real estate i probably would have done well in real estate and then lost everything during the 2008 cra- uh crisis you know crash whatever yeah, okay, crisis cool. is it what they call the 2008 crisis crisis yeah So I probably Um, would have lost everything then anyway. So what does it matter? I think I could have like warmed
1: my way back into maybe training or teaching. Yeah. I have, I always have a passion for, or speaking. I mean, you were already
0: on your way. You were with the Tony Robbins thing. Like you could have turned that into a whole thing. Well, yeah. Because Had you not been committing crimes. Well, yeah. But had you not been committing crimes, you would have never met Tony Robbins either.
1: It's a a big circle. Yeah, it is scary. It's scary. It is. It is. That opened up a doorway that I would have never imagined exist. All right, talk about Bandman Kivo, Money Man
0: and Rich Wayne. You picked these, right? Did, did, Colby, did you They're pick all of them. we were said we're going to Okay, well I mean I mean like what we what that is? That's basically saying we should do a, a, a reaction video to those. So we, we will at some point we'll watch one of those.
1: A couple of the people that I talked to that were in with us and out, like my my friend they watch those videos like, man, this guy is, yeah, yeah, I mean, he's telling you how guy. to make it, man. Right. And you're like, he's speaking my language. Like, so right. they're giving dreams right. to thugs. Right. <laughs>
0: well, it's like when I taught the real estate class and every guy that left the real estate class thought they were going to go out and start flipping houses and make millions. Yes. And it's like, <laughs> I get them hyped up and everything. And and, and if they had <laughs> a little bit of experience and they, maybe they could do it, but you can't. And first of all, a lot of the stuff that he says is, you know, inaccurate it, It's inaccurate because a lot of it, it's basically like you have to lie on the application. You have to like, he doesn't tell you that when they ask you like your job, you have to basically say you've been on the job five years or three years or two years. You have to say you make like $85,000 a year. Like you can't sit there and say, you know, you've been on the job. What? uh, You know, oh, unemployed. You can't, you know, you can't be honest about it or you can't say, you know, street pharmacist. Yeah, exactly. Drug deal. Like you can't say you're already (laughs) committing fraud while you're filling out the application. And then the whole where they talk about putting the money in the bank and then borrowing against the money and then taking that money and putting it in another bank. And, you know, doing this over and over, they, they, start, they have all these little tactics. But every time that you go to do certain things, you're constantly kind of lying about this. And they, not that they don't work. People, will, they do work. I understand they work. Right. But you're also committing fraud on a lot of them. Not all of them, but a lot of them, you're kind of committing fraud. And it takes time. Yeah. Let's say you do it all legitimately. You really have a job. You really put all the correct information down, and you really—it takes time. And I always love it; like they'll build up to where you can borrow like two hundred thousand or three hundred thousand. It's like, but what are you gonna do with that money? Like you're excited because you borrowed three hundred thousand dollars from like three different banks, or or a hundred thousand from three different banks. You got three hundred thousand. What are you gonna do with the money? Like basically, what he's saying is like there—they'll be different. Some of these guys will be like, yeah, yeah. Now you got the money. You can do whatever you want with the money. No, you have to repay the money. Like yeah. basically. You're setting them up for foreclosure. Yes. I mean, I'm sorry for 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 um, bankruptcy or collections, and that's fine. But if you go into that scenario with that in mind, you're committing fraud. Yes, you say, "Well, I'm going to get the money. I'm never going to make a payment." Well, that's fraud. I'm not saying you'll get you'll get um, prosecuted. You may not get prosecuted. You right. may or may not. But the truth is, a lot of these little schemes are just fraudulent. Right. He, he, I listened to one of his videos where he was talking about putting down like. Five percent down on the house, and then, which is essentially like that's an owner-occupied property. You, you're not going. You have to put twenty percent down on on investment property. Five percent down on owner-occupied. So, and then he says, so once you get that house, you go get another house, and you put five percent down on that one. Then you go get whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. How many owner-occupied properties are you going to tell these people to do? You're saying they're moving in the house, putting down five percent for an owner-occupied loan, but you're telling them not to even move into the house. Right. (laughs) Or move in the house for a month and then leave. He doesn't even say that. But move in the house and then leave. It's like, okay, whoa, 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 whoa. If they don't move in the house and didn't have intentions and they got an owner-occupied property, which means that they told the bank, I'm going to move in this house, and they never did and never intended to, you just committed what's called owner-occupancy fraud. And then you went and bought another one and told the next bank the same thing. You just committed owner-occupancy fraud again. Because they're talking about renting out the houses. Like, your whole, like, I listened to him and another guy talk through this whole scheme about ending up with, like, $2 $2 million worth of real estate and you're like you just told these people how to commit $2 million worth of fraud. That's but a little he, bit of time. Yeah, that's a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> but they put that out there and all these guys are like yeah, man, yeah, that's the shit. He put on the game. They're living off the hype. Right. <laughs> Well, first of all, they're never going to do it because to qualify for those mortgages, yeah, they don't, he never mentions you have to have a job, you have to have the money in the bank for ninety days, you have to have good credit. Like they never mention all that stuff.
1: Well, listen, to be fair to them, neither did you in your real estate class. So,
0: Not true. that's a that's a blatant <laughs> lie. My my real estate class is good. Yes, it was, it was. solid. Hey, but, Stop. But it, 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 let's go to the next one. I don't even believe anything you say. I feel like one of your victims.
1: Yeah. Okay, <laughs> those guys. <laughs> Did you ever see anyone in prison get their cheeks clapped by another inmate?
0: I First of all, I don't even know what, I'm not sure what that is, <laughs> but what do you think that is? I don't, I hear guys say that all the time. That they say like, Big Hurt going to come clap them cheeks or something. So, Are you saying that Big Hurt is going to slap them with your hand is or is he going to make them clap? I don't understand. Is this a sexual? This is sexual? Of course it is. Okay, I don't know. Of course know. Look, it is. I, it could be cheeks, like, it will bow, like, punch the face, uh, I, oh, yeah. Yeah, you the face. Cheek.
1: Yeah. You got the, cheeks the, on your face. You got four cheeks. Yes, you do. Okay. So, so I mean, okay, well, so I, I have, and and it's to um, the, um, when I've heard the clapping, it was to 50 cents um, going to the, in the club.
0: Stop. <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, I'm sorry. This is serious. <laughs> this is serious. <laughs>
1: Go into the cl- all right. Sorry so about that. What,
0: what. So what? What is this? So what was the question? Uh, have, have we you, ever seen? Yes.
1: No. 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 And, I've and, heard. and Usually, if someone gets their, yes, if they get their cheeks clapped, that's not something you want to see anyway. No. <laughs>
0: well, here, here's what what I did. What happened was I did hear a guy getting clapped, getting raped. Like I heard the screaming, the fighting, the the whole thing. Wow. Right? And this was when I was in the marshals lockup, and I was on the bottom cell, and he was in the. They were in the upper right hand corner and later we when I found out later like the next day they were both gone but like the, but the, when I heard what happened because obviously they have different levels or different stories in the uh it was it was yeah. called the uh, Atlanta City Detention Center yes. ACDC yes so so in that we later found out from somebody who'd been in one of the cells with the guy that got raped he came down he told everybody okay this is what happened it was such a weird situation, bro. Like like the guy got his celly was a punk and he got into a fight with him where he was saying that he was hitting on him. And so he then beats him up and rapes him. Wow. So you're saying you're mad at the punk because he you're saying he's flirting with you or he's hitting on you. So you get angry, you then beat him up and rape him. Like that doesn't well.
1: Well, it's like, if you're going to accuse me of this, why not do it? I, like, you know, have a situation where your <laughs> wife may accuse you of cheating.
0: You're like uh, yeah, it, And I get that situation. <laughs> like, I can see <laughs> that one. You're already saying I'm cheating on you. Might as well go ahead and sleep with my secretary. That's right. Okay. I hear you. So if,
1: if you're, if the, uh,
0: all right, you're right. But you're if you right. said, Matt, I think you're, you're flirting with me. I wouldn't be like, what? Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> drag you in the bedroom. And yeah, no. First of all, is it rape? If the guy puts on some soft music and lights some candles.
1: I, mean, maybe, I maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe it's so, love. So here, here's, maybe it's love. True. So here's a situation I seen when I did County Time. Well, I wouldn't. Yeah, I would say seen, you know, so. And, and saw, I forgot about it. actually the, Saw, saw. But see, go ahead.
0: Seen saw. So. Saw. See? Mm, it's Ooh. saw. This is what I saw. Not what I seen.
1: Okay, you're right. Okay, my mom would be upset about me getting that wrong. All right, this is what I saw. So I worked um, when I was in Cobb County in Georgia. Oh, I know, horrible. So I, in I w-
0: county, not the
1: U.S. Marshals holdover. no this, this is oh. county. So the there, there, it's horrible. Like it, it, everything's open.
0: A different class of criminal. Oh
1: my god, <laughs> it, 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 it's open. <laughs> but so when I first got there, right, they had. The toilets were like, you got to imagine like a line of toilets right here, uh, a, a petition about this high and then bunk beds. So I had to sleep when I first got that to sleep on the bed that's right here in the toilets. So if I'm sleeping and I turn over to face the bathroom, like I sleep on my side, I turn over, I'd wake up and there'd be somebody sitting right there on the toilet. Like I wake up and look them right in the eyes. Like Jesus Christ. They turn over immediately. Or like, hey, good morning. Hey, what's up, Joe? I,
0: I uh, had a guy uh, uh, <laughs> I heard a guy say that the like the toilets were all like lined up. Yes. And they said guys will go and sit. Like this was this was in prison. Yes. There were no partition walls. So they would sit on there. So they just the toilets are like two yes. feet apart. He said the guy but no partition. Oh, no partition. Yes. That's what I'm saying. There was no partition. Okay, so he well, he, this guy said that he literally guys would come there with like a magazine. Of course the magazine's all taped up you know, for like a, a of oh, yeah. Dirty Pictures magazine. It's all taped up. And they would come there and they would fucking get like their their um whatever lotion. Yeah. And they just pull it out oh, and start and they sit on the toilet yes. and jack off yes. looking at the picture while you're trying to uh, taking a shit next to them yes. or, or trying to pee in the yes. and it, the guy's just sitting there. Yeah you have and to it's just like, what's going on? What's happen yeah. oh, well, people are animals. You've no idea how people are animals.
1: You have to really zone, get into your own zone and, and and ask yourself, what did you got yourself right. into? So what all happened? Right. All right. So what happened is, all right, this is how bad it was. Like I worked on the where I cleaned the courthouse and the, all the the police centers. So we went there at night. So my job was at night. I'd get back at midnight. Like I'd go to work at about six, clean up different office buildings, government office, county office buildings, and get back about midnight. At midnight, I would get a shower. So... I get get in, grab my stuff for my shower, and I'm the only one in this unit that came back at night. So I go and I get in the shower, and as I'm getting in the shower, cause you know, like we said, you have to be in your own zone. As I'm getting in the shower, like I see someone like standing there. Like, I don't, I don't know what he's doing, but he's like standing, moving, standing, you know, but I don't look. So he's like right here and the shower heads over here. So I just go and I get in the shower, and I, you know, I turn the water on. I start showering and I hear, hey, 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 player. He calls me player. i never forget this. Hey, player. I'm like, yo, what's up? He go, you might want to do that a little bit later. I said, do what? Shower? I go, listen, man, I just got off of work, man. I'm going to shower now. He go, hey, player, you might want to do that a little bit later. I said, hey, listen, man, I'm not going to do it a little bit later. So then he says, hold up. So when he says that, like, I turn to look and he's got a guy against the wall and he has to actually take three steps to back out of the guy. Like, oh. and, and, like, as he's backing up, of course, I glance and I'm like, holy
0: slugs. And you said, maybe I should do this later. <laughs> I'm thinking I should do this a little bit later. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Like I grabbed everything. It's like I was moving in reverse, putting my clothes back on as I back out of the shower and haul ass. Yes, I've seen some clapping, but I really didn't see the clapping. I just saw the exit okay. of the clapping.
0: Okay, so I didn't see the clapping. Let's say so. One, I saw. I told you the rape because I was thinking more like a rape type thing. Right. Also, but I have like in the low, there were cubicles. Right. There was a time when I walked by a cubicle, and there was this old man. God, I can't, he was old man, Puerto Rican, didn't speak English. God, I forget what his name was. He was probably in his 60s. He had a young punk boyfriend who was probably in his late 20s, early 30s. What was his name? Aaron? Anyway, doesn't matter. So the old man ran a store. You know, like people... It, 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 a store is where they basically keep all or they keep almost everything in commissary in their locker and in other people's lockers and you can buy it so you go and you say hey i want a honey bun that's two dollars but you give him three bucks and he gives you a honey bite so it's right, right there you don't have to wait a week to go right you know people run out and they run up a, and then he'll he'll also they'll also give you um a credit right so then at the end of the end of the week they go and they say hey here's you owe me forty dollars i want you to buy this from commissary for me. And so he's constantly just turning all he used, he's making a bunch of money just doing the books. Right. So he had a boyfriend. Gosh, I wish I could remember his name cuz he was so funny. You know what he used to say, "What? He was in Puerto Rico, he'd shot two cops and he'd killed a cop in Puerto Rico back in like the 70s and he got like 10 or 12 years. He's like, "I killed a cop in Puerto Rico, I got 10 years." So he did 10 years. He was like, I came here. I sold a, I sold a little bit of crack. They gave me 30, came to the United States and was selling crack. And he gets 30 and he got yeah, 30 years. Ridiculous. So in his early twenties, he got 10, he got, like, he got like 10 or 15 years, but he only did 10 in Puerto Rico. He gets out when he's 30, comes to the United States, starts selling crack. Boom. They crack him in the head and give him like 30 years. So, so he's got this, this kid who's a punk. And, um, so one day I'm walking by his cell and he had a lookout and I walk, but I walked by the cell and the lookout wasn't paying attention. And I walked by the cell and I wasn't getting anything from the store. I just happened to walk by and I glanced over and I was like, holy Jesus. He had that dude spread eagle, holding his, I don't know, I'm assuming he's holding his shit to the side or something. I don't know. And he's hitting it. Guy's spread eagle and he's banging away. Here's what's funny about that. So I just for like a split second, I was like, whoa, and I just kept walking. <laughs> What was his name? Anyway, here's what's funny. So it got out that this is that he's seeing this guy. He'd been seeing him from, but I mean, when I say got out, I mean got all the way back to his family in Puerto Rico. Oh. His two daughters fly into the United States, come to visitation. Like we're talking immediately. Um, he goes to visitation, and in visitation, they tell him no. And he goes, I'm lonely. I I just, I need companionship. And they're like, no, no. You get rid of him. The absolutely no. We don't want to hear anything more about this. It's a no. So he comes back from visitation. He calls the guy in there and, and breaks up with him. And keep in mind, he's basically just on the payroll. Right. So he's getting free stuff. I mean, he's fattening him up. I mean, so, uh, yeah. So that went on for, they, God, I, oh, was his, I can think, I can't think of his name. Um. Anyway. Maybe a couple months later, it starts up all over again. Of oh, I mean, course, was, he's lonely. Oh, he's lonely. The is poor it, guy. I, I, so and uh, it was good. You know, yeah, it was good. <laughs> so then the other thing is, there was this little tiny Mexican that was probably a hundred pounds, and I remember coming into. I actually write this in one of the books. I write about how I come into the unit one day, and looked over, and there was I. There's like a little twelve year old girl, thirteen year old girl, sitting on a locker. Kicking, you know how the lockers are about that high. Kicking her feet, with pigtails, singing to like Madonna or you know whatever Lady Gaga, and she's like da 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 da, da going back and forth, kicking her little legs. And I walked by, I was like, the fuck did that fucking? How's there a fourteen-year-old or thirteen-year-old little girl in here? And I was like, oh my god, oh yeah, that's uh, that's not. Now keep in mind, they they had three different punks at the low that had breast jobs. Titty jobs. Oh, you know, that was a problem. So, titty jobs and one of them had the whole set. Titties, facial cheek implants and the butt. The Mm. the hip thing. But this was just a little tiny thing. Erica. Her name was Erica. Very popular. Very popular. Looked like a little 13 or 14 year old girl. Oh my God. And I mean, you want to talk about the, the freaks coming out of the woodwork. Every guy that was out there that wasn't was now all these dudes are like, whoa. Able, willing to convert. Listen, listen. Erica had new shoes, a f- tons of commissary, very popular. And so one day I went into the bathroom at like 1 o'clock in the morning because I'm, I'm, you know, and typically you, you didn't go into the bathroom after after lights out. Like I peed, got in my, uh, they peed, they did count, I laid down. You don't go in there because <laughs> that's where it's it's Sodom and Gomorrah. And I, but it's like one o'clock in the morning. I had to go in. I go in the bathroom, and Erica's in a shower stall with some. Do you see? Like you know, first of all, you saw two legs, but you heard something going on. Some a lot of grunting. <laughs> and then next thing you know, boom, the little legs cop, drop down. Boop, walks out, sashes down the thing, and I'm like, unbelievable. And then like two, three minutes later, this fucking dude comes walking out. And I glance over at him. He glances at me. He's just like, fuck. <laughs> No, yeah, bro. Yeah. I've seen that. Um, so bad. So, I mean, I've seen little bits and pieces here yes. and there, but I've like a full on, the full on, only full on one I saw was the old man. I, forget, yeah. I love that the, do you, wow. Did you hear that? Yes.
1: Of course. I was trying to act like maybe it wasn't on the mic. I don't oh, know. I, I, don't,
0: I don't know. Um, But. Yeah, definitely, bro. Like, I mean, I love that the, the daughters flew in and said, absolutely not. You and break it said, off right okay, now. Okay. Okay, for two little months, while. For a little
1: while. <laughs> Un poquito. All right. um, All right. So, hey, Matt, I got a question. First, let me say, I know you guys handle yourself physically, but do yours get concerned for the safety? Because, I mean, yours talk very blunt about opinions and maybe cartel guys listen to these pots what
0: what is this guy saying bro i mean i don't nothing all right we'll go to the next question yes yours so oh wait that that we're worried about our family
1: and this is not a good one either um have you guys been to england what experience did you have also any european adventures or possibly scams
0: i mean i just got back from amsterdam there's no scams i've been to england i've been to Germany. i've been to like i've been all over. it i never ran any scams Well, um, when I was doing it, funny, funny story, the fact I was traveling on a false passport, (laughs) that's, that's always a good thing. Funny,
1: only funny stories I have is you, I forget, I absolutely forget that our beer content or our alcohol content for beer and drinks is about 13%. And in other countries, it's more in the fifties and forties. And so you're one you're thinking, okay.
0: Yeah, your pint. <laughs> your, your one, yeah.
1: That you can handle without a problem right. here is, will floor you over there. You're like, why? I don't i there. <laughs>
0: or you can walk into a McDonald's and get a beer. You can, Yes. Get, you
1: know. Forget about that. Or, or the fact that they drink beer on commercials. What if that's rain. That's the air conditioner? That's the AC. Oh. So, all right. Um. <laughs> Yeah, someone asked, what Sesame Street character do you most identify with? Are
0: you serious? Yes. Cookie Monster, of course.
1: Don't be silly. I would say Oscar the Grouch for you. Oscar the Grouch? Yeah. And I think I'm more Ernie, the, the black guy in with the, with, the gay relationship with Bert.
0: <laughs> what happened to Muppets? I love the Muppets. Yeah, yeah. The two old men. I like the two old men. Oh, them. yeah. They, they heckle them? Yeah, from yeah. The, from
1: the, the, yeah. Good times. Yeah, no, that was, that was.
0: You know, guys are calling me Chainsaw in the in the comment section now. Yo, Chainsaw, what's up, bro? I, oh I love God. that. Video. Yeah. Hilarious. Hey, hey, Chainsaw, he had 30 years, didn't he? No, he had. No, I'm saying that I was calling. I said I wanted to be called Chainsaw.
1: Oh, that's right. So now you're Chainsaw. All right. Um, what kind of PTSD or pet peeves have you guys developed from being
0: in prison? What, what do you think? I mean, I wash my hands like, real, it was, you should wash your hands anyway, but right. I, mean, I wash them probably 20 times a day, maybe 30. I used to wash my hands like, I was constantly washing my hands in prison, especially not so much in the medium, but when I got to the low, because everything you're sharing, everything. Right. And I would say for the first six months that I got out after the halfway house, um, I felt really sort of would feel uncomfortable like around four o'clock and 10 o'clock i felt weird like you, you you feel like i'm supposed to be in my cell right now like they're coming to count like it's constantly felt like i was they were going to come get me because it's like like they messed up and i shouldn't be out like they're going to come like oh cox hey ooh, this, we just got something uh you weren't supposed to be released and i had that feeling for like a oh, year or so
1: i still have that a little bit <laughs> Trust <laughs> more so now but a little bit i used to have that <laughs> Um, the terminology, I still say chow. Oh yeah. 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 And, um, I still say sweetener? bunk. What about sweetener? Yeah. Sweetener. Yeah. I still say bunk and instead of bed. Yeah. I still, I still have some of the terms.
0: I was doing a, I was doing a, um, I was filling out my, uh, a dating profile and I was like, basically I'm looking for somebody that's, I'm looking for a celly that will be down for the whole, for my whole, uh, my whole <laughs> bid.
1: <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Um, as a con man, what makes you think this guy is not a victim? Or I'm not gonna take advantage of this person? Or are we all at risk? They're asking, like, what makes you, what so makes what us makes say. What makes
0: you target someone? Why? Right? why you-
1: or or what makes us not target someone? Right. But, but I we don't really target with, anybody. Yeah, we're, we're not, we're not, con- see, a con man, and this is why it has to be dis- distinguished. A con man is someone like um, Barrington, remember? Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, con men take money from average people. They, they are, they're they like salesmen and they they convince a regular person to come off of their money. Right. Right. Uh, a scam artist is like someone that runs a scam for anyone that will fall for it. Like um, like if I put on the Internet, I'm selling um, solid gold coffee mugs and I really paint coffee mugs gold. That's a scam because anybody that will send me the money, you you've fallen into my trap. Right. And, well,
0: and, and fraudster fraudsters, I I don't know. I mean, I, I kind of feel like they all fall under con men. But yeah, I, I but I see what you're saying. Um, I was trying to think like fraudsters are basically trying to defraud banks and trying to right. in you, my opinion. But
1: what well, well, you, you, you target you come up with a, a an idea to get money from a specific. I would think fraudsters are more institutional than just. Like con man or scam?
0: Yeah, my my U.S. attorney constantly referred to me as a fraudster. Fraudster. He's a yes. fraudster. He's a yes. fraudster. Yes. Me
1: too. Yeah. So, but a con man will d- directly, and a, to me, a con man influences someone to to give up their money. Whereas I think a scam artist actually doesn't influence. It's just kind of like a something that's too good to be true, and they take advantage of it.
0: I think. I think a lot of times too, like I like, I would. I mean, to me, it was just gen- it was it was gen- like if I was trying to get your information, it was general. It was like I would run to, if I was trying to get information to further my uh, f- a fraud that I was committing. It was I would run an ad and put it out there like, hey, you know, good credit, bad credit, no problem. You know, home loans available, call, you know, fr- a free applications, call and then the, the phone number. So to me, it's like I'm not, I don't feel like I'm targeting anybody specific, like anybody that reads the ad and is interested in getting a loan, they'll call. Like right. so I wasn't there was no. So that right. was more a scam. That's yeah, more. it wasn't like I was like looking at you and talking to you going, Yeah, I can I can convince them to give me a hundred thousand dollars. Right. I, mean, I just need your information so I can get the bank to give me a million. Right. Like I don't need your ten thousand dollars or hundred thousand I I'll get a million from the bank just giving your information.
1: Right. You know? And and but it's it's amazing because in in my perspective, because con men actually do target people and they can persuade them to give them yeah, money. Like, so they 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 know their personalities, they know their sweet spots and their buttons to push that would convince that person, hey, this guy's pretty cool, I can trust him and I guess they pull him out of their out of their bread. Yeah. Or they make an offer that they think that they can't refuse.
0: Well that was the, the whole like the Ponzi scheme type people that are yes. like hey, or Marcus Shrinker, the guy that jumped out of the plane that ran like a Ponzi scheme and and uh, he would he ran a churning scheme too. Uh, so he would yeah, he would target people that he knew he could, like, they, he would target other pilots because he knew he could get in there and they, they spoke the same language. So if you're both pilots, he knew they automatically trusted him. Right. And then he would try and get them to give him their retirement fund so he could invest. But he targeted specific people because he had a connection. I, I definitely think that con men target people that they can make a connection with. Right. Or can show a benefit to. Yes. Hey, by the way, just want to let you guys know if you're interested in supporting me and supporting the channel and you like artwork because I do have a degree in fine arts. I'm selling all of these paintings. They are modified screen prints and they go for $285 and I will ship any one of them to you within the continental United States for the price of $285. My email will be in the description so just shoot me an email and i will ship you off a painting and i really appreciate it so back to the video but anyway what let's let's move on that's a that's it's we're beating a dead horse. all right what do you think about nfts i mean i'm actually doing an nft with investment joy right now i i did a painting i designed an nft for him they scanned it and we're gonna do an nft probably in three or four weeks and he's going to sell like a thousand shares of this NFT for like a hundred bucks a piece or something. I'm actually yeah. supposed to go up to, I actually just got approved to go up to, um, to Ohio to do a video with him about the NFT. Really? Yeah. And I'm actually going to try and get into NFTs. My problem is I just don't have, it takes a certain amount of investing. If you want to do it right, like you can take a picture. I could take a picture of my painting, a painting, and then put it up on an NFT website, but it's not going to do it. People are like, that's what you should do. You'll make tons of money. Like, stop it. You don't, you watched a couple of YouTube videos, you don't know what you're talking about. Like, you have to have a story, you have to be able to advertise, you have to, like, stop. It's not posting it and taking a photo with your iPhone. Like, you have to have it scanned, you have to have it turned into the digital image, you have to have, you have to have a whole bunch of things connected to it for it to be legitimate, like, really be a solid piece that you can turn into an NFT and actually fractionalize and sell. And so I'm doing one right now with this guy, Brandon, who runs a channel called Investment Joy. Uh, and I'm going to do that, but uh, um, I'm going to try and I'm trying to set it up right now so I can start doing NFTs. Right. It's a non-fungible token. Right. Um, so it's like taking a, so you would scan something like this Marilyn Monroe or the Screamer or whatever. So you scan that. And then you you come up with a digital image and you post it on like a um, you post it on let's say with like a the the um, Ethereum has a uh, what what am I what am I missing here It's it's like a um they have a a whatever they have like a let's say a website So they have a website you place it on people can buy a fraction of that painting and they get a digital <clears> image. <throat> Which is a unique image of the painting? Is it of the whole painting or just a por- portion well, you, of you it? You can actually do both. You can you can break it up into so you end up with like oh oh look I got a little part of the M right you know but or you can just say no it's the whole image and we're fra- you it's it's Franklin. been broken up into one one thousandth and you've got one one-thousandth. and so it's 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 on a thousand images of the same thing of the same thing but each one is unique. Right. So you can't, so it's not like people, it's not like Bitcoin. Bitcoin, every Bitcoin is worth the same Bitcoin, right? So it's almost like dollars, you're interchangeable. These are unique. Everyone is unique. So there can only be a thousand. And so you, I buy it for a hundred bucks. You might say, hey, I want that. Right. And you buy it from me for $110. Now I no longer have it because as soon as I give it to you, it's no longer in my, it's no longer in my whatever, however I'm keeping my phone or whatever. Right. So, and you get, there's a chain of title. And so every time that you sell it, 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 keep, it let's say if you sell it for more, it continues to go up in value, which everybody else's then goes up in value. It, it's it's a, it's an interesting concept, but um, yeah. So uh, uh, so I'm gonna be doing that soon. I'm just we're building a website, and I'm actually working on that, and that's what I'm one of the things I'm gonna do. Okay. So I'm gonna try and do it. You know, see if it works. I think it'll work. Uh, I think that's it. What are you talking about? None of these are for you? No. I, I remember seeing some that were for him. I thought I saw some. Maybe they were just asking me in the comments and not on the. Because yeah. guys are always saying, like, Zach this or Zach that. And they're always like, nothing? Yeah, I know. You know that's right. The
1: time. Wait. You know that. You know hey, what guys. time it is right.
0: What? what? Why can't they just... When will you,
1: COVID be under control? No, I think that's it. Why didn't you bury a bunch of cash in suitcase somewhere?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. That I, see, I knew there was like some that were, yeah. I didn't Ooh. know if that was for you or for me.
1: Um, I, listen, I, I readily... You withdrew money from banks. I readily used banks. Yeah. Like, you, like, like I paid people using my BlackBerry and transferring funds. I readily used banks so I, mean, I would move it from one to the other so i that right. was like so, you didn't you like
0: you wanted cash no i wanted cash because i want to walk <laughs> away i don't want any trace anything being traced to me Oh no, well i no, you don't seem to have an issue with i didn't have, a, I didn't to have an issue directly
1: yeah that was it that's it yeah. thank you for all the questions I love um it. yeah well,
0: well i mean so so what you're saying is you didn't you didn't bury cash and what they're like why didn't you because you didn't think you'd get caught right I,
1: yeah that, unfortunately that was my problem yeah
0: that was the same my problem too it was just <laughs> arrogance and and just just being cocky and arrogant and and uh I just didn't think I never thought I really genuinely didn't think I was going to get caught and even when it could because every time I did get caught I kept getting out of it like I kept oh, yeah. talking my you talk well, your way out of it, why out didn't of it. that why didn't that spook you that's what because a normal person would have been like wow you know what I cannot put myself in this position again I got lucky And I will not do that again. And I'm going to stop from now and I'm going to go get a regular job. I'm just going to live off the money that I have. That's a normal person. You know what my thought process was? That's right, bro. I'm that good. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's right. You can't touch this, bro. I just talked myself out of hand. I like that. In cuffs. Fucking idiot. And and talk. Well, what's in here? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I mean, but you know, what's so funny is I, did. I talked myself out of it. Like they let me go. So instead of me thinking, oh, thank God, I'll never do this again. I'll like, that's a normal person thinking, right? Well, but were you right? panicked at the time? At the time I was, but the moment I walked out, my adrenaline shot up and I said, Ugh, you're the shit. You're amazing. <laughs> well, that is, that is an amazing. I went to two more banks and
1: withdrew money. I know that is an amazing. Who does that? That is an amazing feat within itself. That is an amazing feat within itself. That's because, why I felt so good.
0: I just felt good. I felt good about myself. It
1: was cool. But you know, you know what's funny about that? When we were doing the hotel scan, and, and this is what I think of when we were doing the hotel, when we were faxing the paperwork over, right? So what I learned is, so they don't know who's committed the crime. So if I fax paperwork over to book you a hotel room, you're in the room. So the credit card goes bad. They call the person that owns the card. Says, "Listen, I'm not. I didn't authorize the use of that card. Right? I don't know what the hell's going on." And the person that's in the hotel didn't fax the card over. They know it was an outside person that called. So the police, so someone had just gotten out of jail. He was in a hotel with his girl. And he called me up and said, oh my God. He said, the police came in the room, took their rental car. They had a rental car. They're like, you guys, you can't even afford this. They took the rental car, searched through everything they had, gave them just their clothes, right? He said they had them in cuffs going through the whole room and let them go. He kept saying, I can't believe these cops let us go. He goes, the one thing I can't, he's like, I thought we were gone. He goes, I can't believe it. He's like, I'm done. I'm done. Like, I, I can't believe they let us go. You didn't say, I can't believe. These I, I did let for
0: us- a brief moment. And then it, it completely switched to, I'm just I, that I'm, good. I'm, like, yeah, I, I just, I'm, I started thinking, wow, I'm, I, it, it, I became emboldened. Like, I couldn't wait to do another scam. Like, yeah, yeah, we just lost $600,000 and I just got lucky and talked myself out of, out of handcuffs and, and, and they're on to me and everything. And I thought, well, listen, next time, what I'm going to do is like, it didn't, stopping didn't enter my mind. It just emboldened me. Wow. Yeah, it's just stupid. It was just. It's just. Not, I look the back. The relief now,
1: didn't even last that
0: long. You kind of like didn't he supposed. supposed to let me go. <laughs> the relief. Of course, I'm amazing. Uh, the relief didn't like the that whole thing was gone by the time I pulled into the to the parking lot of the next bank that I pulled out eight thousand dollars out of five minutes later. Like I mean, so you have to think a normal person thinks like that, but I mean, I didn't think. I look back now and I go, What were you thinking? Like I look now and I see all of the chances I had to walk away. And I think you're an idiot. Like, you're really, something's mentally wrong with you. And I look back now and I can't imagine the things that I did. Like, if you said, Matt, look, here's what you're gonna do boom, boom, boom. Like, I'd be like, I'm not doing that. Like, I'm like, that's insane. Well, it wasn't insane before I went to prison. I would be like, hey, you're, I don't know why we haven't done this already. <laughs> Give me that. Let's go. Like, I would have done that. Right. Now it'd be like, huh, are you insane not doing that? <laughs> I don't have another bit in me. Right. I couldn't do the last one. (laughs) (laughs) So I had to break that shit off. Spread it out. (laughs) Share. Um, Okay, so what what else? That's it? Is that it? Unless
1: you want to answer some, um, like, should you invite Frank? amadeo or whoever have you spell his name
0: frank Amadeo. they spelled it wrong it's fine no. yeah right. i mean i would love to danny's tried to get him on his podcast like over and over and over again they've tried he's tried to get him on his podcast it won't, doesn't won't budge. he won't do it he won't do it and when is covid gonna be under control i mean come on what are you doing i, I, got, I, I, I got these I got are the I stories these are the questions that are left listen i don't even believe in covid and yet i got the shot and i've been tested multiple times and i had covid and i'm still not sure it's a thing I mean, who knows? I don't know. I don't know what this is going on. To me, it was a bad flu, but they say people are dying. Yeah, Who that's am I? That's what they say. That's I right. do you're, you're not the ones that are dying. I don't know anything. All right. All right. And that's I did it. have
1: it. It was horrible. And um, thoughts on general social engineering techniques. I mean... what you
0: see, That's a good
1: question. You couldn't have
0: started with that one? I
1: should have. I should have. That's a good question. This is a person that didn't get socially
0: engineered. <laughs> What's his name? Let's take care of that. No. All right. Um. So... Yeah, I, I mean, to, to me, you know, it's funny, like, it's like when I was trying to figure out how to do how to get a, a driver's license or how to get a social security number to issue social security numbers to people that didn't exist. Like, it started off as, you know, what I need to do is start creating synthetic identity. So I need social security numbers. How can I get social security numbers that how, do, how can I get social security to issue me one? And I was like, I'll just call them and tell them I've never had one. They don't know who's on the phone, so I call them up. Hey, uh, my name's John Doe, and uh, I've never had a social security number. And they're like, really? I'm like, yeah, how do I get one issued? And they're like, okay, well, uh, Mr. Doe, were you born in a hospital? Yes, I was. Well, then you have a social security number. Well, uh, no, I I don't. How old are you? I'm 33 years old. They're like, do you have a driver's license? Yes, you have a social security number. Have (laughs) you ever had a job? "Uh, Yes. You have a social security number. Oh! Click, hang up. I call back. Hey, oh, you ever had a driver's license? No. You ever had this? No. Bo- I was not born in a hospital. How were you born? Where were you born? I was born at home with a midwife. You know. Okay. Well, uh, listen. Then you just need to get your birth certificate and come in here, and we'll you know we'll we'll see if you've ever had, like they can, you could tell you could hear it in their voice, right? So then you hang up and you go. You call up and you go. I have a social security number. But I need it changed. So I started thinking, well, how, how can I say I had one, but I need a new one? Like, then I could go survey a homeless person or something, get his information, and then get his changed. Like, I'm, I'm trying to think, how can I maybe build on that? So I start, you know, and then eventually it just kept changing. I kept changing. I spent a whole day calling. Right. Like, social security number does not answer your phone call right away. No, you have to be on hold for yeah, a while. It's, it's like, you know, yeah. 47 minutes remaining. You know. <laughs> Five minutes later, 41 minutes from (laughs) me, you know, you're the 103rd in line. So it just keeps going, going. So, you know, you get on the phone. I kept changing and changing. I finally figured out they would give me a social security number to a child under the age of 12 months old if I could provide the birth certificate and the shot record. Otherwise, I had to come in. Like, if you say, Oh, my son's five years old, they go, Great, bring him in. The son? Son or daughter. Then you have to actually, you can get your birth certificate, the kid, and walk in social security number. My whole thing was, I don't want to walk in social security. Right. Like, I didn't want to walk in. So I finally got them to the point where they said, Look, we'll issue a social security number to you for a child under the age of 12 months. Twelve months old under the age. Oh, I'm sorry, did I not say that before? Yeah, under well, the you age, said it
1: before, but not just okay. under, under the
0: age of twelve that. months old, but you have to provide the birth certificate and a copy of the shot record. And keep in mind, the first time I walked in with the shot record, they looked at it and they went, "No, no." And I thought, you know, think that. That's what they said. No, no. And I thought, <laughs> run, you know. And, and they're like, no. And I go, what's wrong? And I'm like, well, what's wrong? And they're like, yeah, it doesn't have. It doesn't have the uh, the date of birth on it. And I'm like, well, okay, well, wh- what do you mean? They go, well, how do I know that this this shot record goes with this birth certificate? And I went, well, it's the same name. He goes, yeah, but it doesn't have the same date of birth. And I went, I am mean, like, like, that's just silly. And I was like, okay, they go, yeah, you're going to have to go back to the doctor and have him uh, uh, put down that. Okay, no problem. Boom, walk out, drive straight back to my house, <laughs> reprint the whole thing up, add a date of birth in there, come back, go to another social security uh, office walk in, boom, hand it. And they're like, boom, boom. Uh, okay. Yeah, uh, sure. We'll go ahead and, uh, issue uh, boom, print right up. So, I mean, it was a whole process of just calling and calling and calling and calling and calling until eventually I f- found the formula and then I convinced them. So that whole social network to me, look, anything's possible. If you just keep making calls, <laughs> that's true. You know, you just keep going and going and going and going. It's like I, my dad used to say, you can get in, in touch with anybody within five phone calls. Like if you want to talk to the president of, you know, whatever, the United States, like right. you call somebody you think might know. Right. Then he calls somebody. He says, well, I, I, I can't. But, you know, my buddy, Bob, Bob knows so-and-so who's the director of such and such. You call him. Then he says, <laughs> well, you know what? I've actually spoken to him once or twice, but he wasn't president. You know, you need to talk to. He said, then you talk to them. He said, you'll get up the chain if you can just get that person on the phone. But eventually right. he said, you can get to anybody. Now, is that true? I don't know. But I do know that if you just keep making phone calls and keep altering the story, eventually you social engineer yourself into a position where you can figure out whatever you want.
1: Is that what you define social engineering as? What
0: did you think it was?
1: Like uh, determining who lives where and, and who's in certain classes, like the bridesmaids? I, I
0: just, huh? I, I assume social engineering is, is using people to figure out a scheme or figure out a certain thing. What do you consider social engineering?
1: That's what I thought it was. Like thoughts on general social engineering techniques that worked for you and how you approach social engineering.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of assume using people to to try and figure out how to do something. Oh wow. Well, that I that's mean, what I think it is. I mean, I could be wrong. Maybe am I wrong, Colby? That's kind of rough making. Okay. Oh see? well,
1: maybe I'm wrong. I'm the odd man out. Which That's what one I'm going of, with? Okay, well. all right. So we're, are, we're done with this. Are we wrapping this up? Well, I mean, you asked me mine, so mine. Would oh, have, what is yours? Well, well, mine would have been like, what class of people are are forgotten? What class of people whose identities are just sitting oh. there and absolutely of no use?
0: Yeah, yeah. You know For what I'm saying?
1: Nurse. That where, yeah, where there's no like re- repercussions. Like, these people have no complaints. You know, and if they get a warrant, they don't give a damn. Yeah.
0: You know it was saying? like the homeless people. Like <laughs> yes. like for Yeah, me, but you you change
1: you could change them up and, and somehow some people would
0: look at them as victims. I don't know if they probably would look at prisoners as victims, or maybe I don't know. Yeah, I, people don't care what happens to prisoners. Like no. I, I knew how many guys did I knew guys that like would go to prison and people would literally I knew guys that literally their family members Quit claim deeded their houses out of their names, yes, and then sold the house, and then kept like made like thirty grand and kept the money. And then those guys would file police reports with the police saying, "Look, this person stole my house, or this person yeah. went into my house and took all my stuff, and then and then had a huge garage sale and sold everything, and kept the money. Like they ripped me off because I was in, pr- and like the cops are just like, okay, we don't care." like you're just some scumbag in prison. I don't care that you just got ripped off. Yeah. But this person just stole from me. They're like that. I don't care you're a prisoner. <laughs> they don't care. Absolutely. So, yeah, so they I would, can They see, would they don't I don't think they allow us to
1: do police reports. It's just Yeah,
0: these guys would r- do it over like they'd write letter after letter and they'd write the whole thing up and
1: they just could care less. They could care less. Forge my name and but oh yeah, well. Yeah,
0: yeah, I don't care. I'm not going out my way to try and help you. Yeah. That it, guy. Only, yeah. He made 30 grand. Good for him
1: unfortunately and that's that was my thought process (laughs) my social
0: engineering okay all right we're done oh hey this is matt cox and i wanted to go ahead and let you guys know too if you enjoyed the video go ahead and subscribe hit the like button hit the bell leave a comment and share the video if you are so inclined